thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Ronnie Edwards and I run Pomodzi Creators, which hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth Awards. These awards mark International Women's Day through a nomination process where anyone can be nominated for being inspirational, regardless of their context. The project also raises money for the Rape Counselling Service Parks. This series gives us a chance to get to know some of the women who were nominated for the awards. I hope you enjoy them. So, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us um, on the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. Um, you are actually um, an award recipient in the category of sports because you had an incredible story. I'm just going to read a bit of the text. Um, people who are part of your tribe who saw you as inspirational. So many um, wonderful things that were said about you. Lorraine lost her lower limb in a climbing accident and since she received a prosthetic limb, she has gone out and faced the world head on. Lorraine is now part of the Paralympic shooting team and she also goes out into the community and into schools to inspire young people into taking part in sports. She also educates them in understanding disability and it's not about stopping them from achieving that, achieving things, but it's also about finding ways to work for each individual. Lorraine has an enormous zest for life and is always encouraging others to excel. Oh. Wow. I absolutely <laughs> live for um, this part of my job. I, I just love hearing people celebrate each other. Can, you, can we just go back one? Because I... I'm yeah, not- sure know the backdrop of your story so how how does your story begin how are you how are you a Paralympic athlete right um well I had a rock climbing accident in 1997 which left me unable to use my left leg um in in the sense that I suffered when I had the accident I suffered from a um a it's it's a condition called um chronic regional pain Mm-hmm. So I can't actually put, I couldn't put my leg to the floor. If it rained, it would leave like big welts on, on my leg. So, um, yeah, I was in agony with it. And my, so my accident was 97. I had 16 operations on it mm-hmm. to try and reset it and re, re put, so that I could use the leg again. Mm-hmm. None of it worked. So, um, I, it sort of reached about, uh, 2005. Mm-hmm. I had my little boy and I was really, really seriously ill. And I came out the other side of that with an even more determined nature because I I always wanted, I was a sports instructor. I wanted to get back to doing sports and things. And I'm fed up with being in a wheelchair, to be honest, and and things like that. So I thought, right, okay, what what have I got to do? And I spoke to many surgeons and they were like, no, you can't do anything. It's it's chronic regional pain. We don't take your leg off for. I said, but it's not just that. My leg had withered. It was like a stick. It was, it was horrendous. Yeah. But, um, and I had a little boy at that point. Mm. So 2005, I come through, um, like I said, I, I had gestational pancreatitis. So I was really, really ill. I was in ICU. I was, you know, all these things. And um, I had a little boy growing up and I'm thinking to myself, I've got through all that. I now want to be able to walk again. Yeah. So 2005, I saw a counsellor mm. and I said to them, like, what, what have I got to do? What, they're not listening to me. No one's listening to me. So I actually threatened to cut my own leg off and um, that sort of got me heard. 
if you like. Because at that point, I wasn't really heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, it took five years to talk them into it. Okay. So 2010, I had my leg off. Mm. And it was like um, 27th of January, that was. And it was like, my God, you know. And they were like, well, they, they were a bit scared. Mm. Um, and, and rightly so, because chronic regional pain as a condition can move. So if I hurt my finger, you see, I can get excruciating pain in that finger for a long time, a lot more than if you like stubbed your toe or, you know, hurt your fingers or whatever. I can get it for a lot longer as part of the condition. Um, and then it would kind of my leg off, yeah, move to the stump. And they were a bit, oh, you know, we don't know if we want to do this. Mm. But I said, I'll tell you what, you just do it and we'll see because I'm fed up with how things are at the minute. So mm. let's just do it. I said, it's my life, you know, I'd come to the decision. I'm quite a, a rational person. Mm. And uh, they were like, well, okay. So January, I had my leg off. Mm. Within six weeks, I was up walking along South Sea Seafront with my best friend. Um, it's like yeah. unaided, no crutches, just like, I can do this. This is easy. Oh, my goodness. It, it, it got to... Um, that when I had the leg off and I had a really, really active physio, Chantal. She's over at the Enablement Centre at Portsmouth. And I kept saying to her, you've got to challenge me. Mm. Let's let's do this. Challenge me. So mm. we did. So we played badminton and we've done all sorts of we're on a Wii board, you know the the Nintendo Wii's? Done the, one of those for the balance. And rubbish. It's incredible. And rubbish of those. <laughs> you want a good laugh? Watch me try and play any video games. <laughs> Let alone physical ones. I'm rubbish. It, it just went from it just went from one thing to the other. So like I say, I'd set myself a goal yeah. and my physio had of taking part in the Limb Power Games, which is a big charity that enables people with um limb loss to yeah. be able to take part yeah. in sports and yeah. in general life activities again. Right. And I'd only just literally had my leg off. I was like, "That, well, you know, wh- why am I doing this? You know, it's like I felt a bit scared as well, coming from a sports background. Mm. And I was like, that, well, will I be able to compete like I did or enjoy it like I did? But well, I did. You reference the point of, of kind of turning that round in six weeks must have really given you mileage to, to be motivated. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm still processing that. <laughs> Like you're walking along the seafront six weeks later. That's incredible. Yeah, if you think my accident was in 97 and I'd been in a wheelchair and on elbow crutches and all that time, so I'd lost a lot of muscle in my legs. Yeah. Um, I'd lost muscle in I'd, – I'd built – I've got really big shoulders now, and that's from elbow crutches and wheelchairs. Mm. I, I, you know, I can, I can bench press. I can, I'm strong. But, yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, so I just took part in the Limpair Games, and that was just an amazing experience. And, and so many new amputees. Yeah, yeah. And how long had that? How long did it take for you to do that? The game. So the leg off was in the January. Yeah. And in May, I took part in the Limpair Games oh. the same year. Yeah, <laughs> and I represented years. Portsmouth. I thought yeah, you were no, no. That's insane. No, no, no. In the May, yeah. What did you, what did you do in the games exactly? So I'd done archery, shooting, oh. uh, sitting volleyball, rowing, um, you, you, you name it really. Oh, so more than one sport? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I, I won it for Portsmouth, for, for the, the first female to ever win it. 
And the first time that they'd seen anyone that literally had just had their leg off and came and took part. So, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. That um, is and that, inspiring. And that's where I picked up shooting. Okay. Because I literally picked up the gun yeah. for the very first time yeah. in, in, a, in this little mizzen hut. Yeah. Um, and I picked it up and I shot it. And I shot a 10, which is like right in the middle. <laughs> and then I've done it again. And they were like, oh, hang on a minute. I was like, that. yeah, yeah, it's quite good fun. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. And they said, and would you like, like to come up to a talent ID thing? So yeah. I did. So yeah. it was like a natural instinct gift to just... Yeah, like- that and a lot of the fact that I thought, well, you know, I'll just give everything a go and, and see what sticks sort of thing. So I really enjoyed it, really, really enjoyed it. Such good fun. When you go into schools, I guess yeah. this is the kind of thing that you will talk about. Like, do you, do you tell yeah. stories? Yeah, I t- it depends. Like, when I go into a school, it depends what the school want as well, because I could be part there as part of the anti-bullying campaign or, you know, or all sorts of different things. But, yeah, um, yeah, I go in and I talk about, like, my accident and, and what happened, um, my, my leg, um and sometimes like like a lot of the things at the moment because of the paralympics was like last year was a build-up for the paralympics obviously mm-hmm. we'll start that build-up again now but yeah they want to know about guns they want to know about what it was like to what it's like to to shoot in in a major championships and um, obviously i finaled in rio so i um so my first paralympic get oh amazing absolutely amazing um a little story you go into um I made the finals they didn't expect me to make the finals very first game so I thought nah not gonna make the final I made the finals <laughs> and I, I shoot an event which has got three positions so it's kneeling prone and standing okay and I and I, <laughs> I picked up the um I, I, I said to my coach just as he was by the side of me we're waiting these massive doors there must have been about I don't know, about 15 feet tall and about four foot each side, each door wide. There's like three of them there. Mm-hmm. And they open the middle one to let the, con- the competitors through. Yeah. And um, look left and there's the targets, which are there like normally 50 metres away because that's what I shoot at, 50 yeah. metres away. Yeah. And I can see the target and everything's normal. That's yeah. normal. That's changed. Or yeah. if I look right, yeah. there's about two and a half thousand people watching me. Oh in the stadium goodness. and they're, they're like clapping and all that lot. and they'd given all the tickets away for free in Rio to all the school kids okay. and I thought right look left target look left target no I went through those doors I looked right and I went hey <laughs> like, <laughs> don't look right my don't coach, look right but yeah, must... my coach just went oh <laughs> <laughs> in my time have you done that what an electric feel though because all those people must have been gunning for you. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Oh, that must you have know. really given you mileage. Yeah, and I mean, I was sat in second for so long. I actually missed out um, on a medal by the thickness of a piece of paper. So, yeah, that's how, that's how tight our margins are when we shoot. But, oh, my, oh, you know, I just absolutely, the whole experience of it all, I can't wait for Tokyo. I really can't because it's just... And what's happening? Like with the current uh, situation as it is, um, yeah. Have you had to pause on your training or anything? Or 
Well, I've um, I train at home as well, okay. so I can dry train at home. Okay. Um, so I don't actually shoot live. I just dry train, go through the positions of, of my shooting process at home. Um, so I can do that. Obviously, I'm confined the same as you are. Um, you know, we don't get any special dispensation and I wouldn't want any. You know, it's just uh, it's just nice to, to be home for more than a couple of weeks, to be honest, now. <laughs> oh, bless you. Because I guess you do lots of travelling anyway, regardless of the, the training that you're doing. Yeah, so we, we compete all over the world. So um, in my year should have looked... Mm-hmm. Um, March I should have been in UAE. Um, May I should be in Hanover in Germany or Lima in Peru. Um, oh. Then June I should be in Slovakia. Yes. Um, and then Novostad in uh, July and then the games in Tokyo. So that's what it should have looked like. Yeah. Um, instead, it's um, the the competition was cancelled. The one in Dubai, yeah. So so that is now um, we went to Cardiff instead to train, and then the lockdown sort of happened the week after that. Mm. So then I was all locked down and at home training um, since then. But yeah, so it's 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 okay though. You know, I can do I can do my own training here. Uh, I've got stuff that I can do, like I've got a spin bike so I can cycle still. And, you know, obviously we get our hour, hour and a half exercise out if we need to or just cycle around the seafront. So, Lorraine, if you ever need anyone to carry your bags or make (laughs) on that, give us a call off. (laughs) That's an amazing itinerary. You'd have to carry this, though. That's my rifle. (laughs) Is it heavy? Yeah, seven kilos. <laughs> oh my gosh! I've got two of them. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to do that as well. <laughs> I got my passport ready. <laughs> oh, that so that has that been quite frustrating for you if you kind of managed to fill your time with with all the training and. It's quite funny. Um, I've, I'm training as well, but I've also done some podcasts—not podcasts, but like. Um, like interviews for schools as yeah. well. So I'm still doing some appearances for schools for their, um, for their school like websites. Oh, that's so like, idea. yeah. Yeah. Like challenging them to learn something or um, like well, there's one school in Leicester that uh, contacted me and said, would I do something for them? I said, yeah, yeah, not a problem. So I've given them a couple of challenges. And then when this lockdown's over, I'll go up there and they can show me how they've got on. I've done that with a school in Gosport and another one in Portsmouth as well. So it's been quite good fun as well. And obviously I've done stuff for Limb Power um, because they're sort of stay in, stay active campaign. Okay. That's a great way to fill your time. Far more productive yeah. than my version. I won't, I won't unpack what I've achieved. <laughs> Netflix one. is quite handy. <laughs> you know, Joe Wicks um, was quite a pivotal moment for me last week. Cause I don't know why this had, I hadn't quite processed this, but at the beginning of last week, my kids and I were like, right, let's do this. Let's do put Joe Wicks on Monday morning. And he went, hello everyone, we're in our fifth week of lockdown. And I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> it's been- yeah. did, When did that happen? <laughs> I had a slight meltdown, Lorraine. I was like, we've been doing this for how long? <laughs> it does, but have you noticed that you've lost the days? Because <laughs> someone said to me yesterday, it was Sunday, I went, is it? <laughs> Are you sure? 
we've, I, we've started to do like a podcast, uh, not a podcast, I keep saying podcast, like a, a quiz for our family. Yeah. So um, my mum, for my mum, my, my sister and my, um, my sister's mother-in-law and their side of the family, all to get together and do an online quiz. So, you know, yeah, we've had to sort of stick that to a Saturday because yeah. otherwise we'll lose the rest of the week. Yeah. That, is our, that is our marker. No, which day of the week it is. Um, so here's a question. Yeah, okay. Do you think you are kind to yourself? Uh, generally, yes, I do. I do, I do things, I do quite a lot of like mindfulness stuff. Okay. Obviously, I'm, uh, I'm a counsellor by trade. So, yeah, yeah. So, in your past time, um, in my past, yeah. In my well, I was a sports instructor. Then, then I'd done a degree, and yeah, yeah, I've got a PhD in psychology. But yeah, (laughs) seriously, Lorraine, how did you fit that in? Like, that was between. That was while I was waiting for my leg to sort of had to do something. I was going mad at the time. I think (laughs) if I was waiting for my leg to be amputated, I think I'd do a lot of feeling sorry for myself. I don't know if I'm able to go, I'll tell you what, I'll fit in a, a counselling course in that. I think I'd be buying shares yeah. pretty much in popcorn and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite admirable. I think I've done quite a lot of that as well. Oh. But yeah, I do things like yoga, uh, mindfulness. Um, obviously, it helps with the shooting as well. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so things like, I, quite, I really enjoy yoga. I've got a really good yoga teacher, okay. Carvacious Carla. She's um she's a local girl and she's she lives in Porchester. She does yoga all around the city. She's uh-huh. really really good, really good. So um, yeah, so I I use her a lot and she's doing virtual classes at the moment on Zoom. So uh-huh. this yeah. is great. Is that curvaceous Carla? Curvaceous Carla. Love it. Shout out yeah. curvaceous Carla. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, curvaceous yeah. Carla. Carla Williams. Yeah, she does um candlelight um meditation as well yeah. so i do a bit of that as well yeah it's really good so oh. i do i do yeah oh that's good so so you, actually in terms of mindfulness um and being centered you are quite kind to yourself and gentle yes i find myself asking people i just feel like it's, it's a question that we need to ask ourselves a little bit more especially in this current like bizarre seasons like are you being kind to yourself good I'm that's glad. it are you taking just five minutes yeah. and that's all it takes sometimes is I said this to a friend of mine the other day I said yeah. don't worry about looking after everyone else just take five minutes yeah. just go and find yourself somewhere calm and quiet even if it's just sat on your bed mm. lock the door and just have five minutes to yourself and I'll bet you'll feel loads better yeah. and she's like that Literally about 15 minutes later, she went, I've had five minutes. I have not showered out the kids for five minutes. Oh. I am centred. <laughs> I, yeah. I like it. Um, and then so within that, who, who would you say has been the most influential or slash inspirational person in your life journey? so far? There might be a couple of people. Yeah, I mean, I had really good parents um, mm. and I still have. I was, my mum's still with us. Um, unfortunately, I lost my dad a few years ago um but yeah my, my parents have been very supportive in everything that I've done from when I first started out um in in a, in my sports like originally um because I was a sports instructor so they helped me there 
Um, so probably my mum my and dad have been really my main inspiration. In my sport, I've got so many inspirational males and females that are, that are there um, because we've got, in this country, we're very fortunate to have um, probably the best Olympic um, and Paralympic shooters in the world. So we've got like Matt Skellen, who's a Paralympic um, prone shooter. Okay. Uh, we've got Dina Coates, who's recently retired, but she's gone into coaching to inspire others. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, and to be honest, I draw on lots of different things in my life. So even my son, who's a, like, he's a, a double black belt. And oh, he's, wow. yeah, he's got a black belt in kickboxing and a black belt in karate. And he is just so full of life. It's just unbelievable. He's just, but he's so sensible with it. So, yeah, so oh. I, I draw inspiration on everyone. <laughs> That's lovely. Um, so last question, or last couple of questions. Um, just intrigued with, with your kind of prominence in the sporting world. What would you say is the biggest strength of Portsmouth for you? Like, how do you think... Portsmouth, the city has helped you. Or not? Port, yeah, Portsmouth has got such a heart. Mm. Portsmouth's got a community. And mm. I think this COVID 19 has showed that yeah. um, across the whole city, mm. how people are willing to, you know, it could be something very minor, like, like us. Like we've, got, um, we've got a driveway, and at the end of our driveway, there's a, there's a lady with, that lives opposite. Mm-hmm. And my husband puts her bins out for her. And the other day she said, oh, don't, just in case. And Wayne goes, no, it's all right. I'll just stick them out. He's done it before for her, you know. She's, oh, you're so lovely. But that's not that's not why he does it. He does it because he's a Portsmouth boy born and bred. The same as I'm a Portsmouth girl born and bred. Yeah. You know, um, my, my dad's like generations and generations of Portsmouth. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I think Portsmouth's got a heart and that is probably it's, it's best thing. Oh, that's lovely to hear. And I, I, I love getting that out in like the atmosphere, you know, because I don't think yeah. we celebrate ourselves enough, celebrate the city. No. And I feel like it's my mission to do that. Like, come on, guys, Portsmouth is awesome. Tell me why. It is. We're, we're a sea, we're a seafront city yeah. with an amazing promenade and, you know, amazing people in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, if I was to ask, say, look, Lorraine, I've got like a, a budget that never ends for you. And I want you <laughs> to go out for a meal with three people. Who would you choose and why? Who would I choose? Oh, God. So you're Are they going to be alive? In a party. <laughs> um, I'm going to say they don't have to be alive. Okay. You have to tell me why they're in your dinner party. Okay. Um, okay, one that's alive to start off with. Um, oh, we spoke about him earlier, Boris. I'd like to shake the man by the hand. And one day I will get that chance to shake the man mm-hmm. by the hand. The, the rate you're going, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to more than that. I'm going to see you on yeah. stage a lot. With that. <laughs> so as, in, as in Johnson, Boris Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I just think he's done an amazing job. But like I say, I'm not political anyway, but the, the guy is doing the best that he can. Uh, with what we've this current situation we're in, um, mm. 
one that's from the past, which is my nana. I'd love to show her how I am now. Oh. So, uh, yeah, because she passed away when I was 12. Okay. So I'd like to, I'd like to see her again. Um, one more dad's side? Mums. Mums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She's a, she was a, a Geordie, so she was from up north. Um, uh, and she was a pivotal part of my growing up. So, yeah, I'd, li- I'd love to be able to see her now. Um, a third one. Oh, obviously, I'd like to see my dad again. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just so that he can see, because he never saw the shooting side of it. Unfortunately, yeah. he passed away. Um, and 2012 so it was before all this kicked off properly mm. so uh, sorry 2011 yeah so yeah it was before all this kicked off properly mm. so yeah I'd like to I'd like to see see like have a meal with him and show him like wow you know this is where it's at this is yeah this is what you've celebrated with your dad yeah wonderful. that's wonderful thank you for sharing that it's always intriguing that's okay and I love that you didn't do the obligatory, uh, I guess, my husband. <laughs> Some people no, I have dinner with him every night. He sat over there listening, so I better say my husband. <laughs> Even if he was sat listening, I wouldn't. <laughs> No, actually, he just looked out the window. But yeah, um, even if him and my son were sat listening, I wouldn't. I'd be like that. No, you're not coming to the dinner party. This is for me. It's like the it's like the awards night. They said, "So is Wayne going with you, my husband, or Rudy?" I went, "No, I'm taking my niece because I was going to bring my mum." And uh, and I went, "No, no, I'm going to take my niece because she needs to see inspirational women, and this is it. Yeah, she needs to be." <laughs> and how did she find it? Did she? amazing she absolutely loved it she really did yeah she went so how what have I got to do because she she's a very forthright young lady and uh, I said I said inspire and it'll be your turn and she's like that oh I'll take after you then oh I just hang out with you it's nice yeah (laughs) and so just coming on to that this is my last question what 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 advice would you give your younger self like what was it Um, your younger self that you think oh babes you didn't have to worry about that or <laughs> yeah um believe in yourself more probably mm. yeah um believing that you can you can do this mm. you know no matter what it is whether it's um whether it's finding a husband or you know <laughs> whatever it is you know yeah oh that's lovely yeah thank yeah, you but believe in yourself more Thank you. That was wonderful uh, to be able to. Thank you for letting me be really nosy. <laughs> You're all right. And, uh, used to it. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, thank you so much for, for your uh, time. I'm really grateful um, that you were able to eke out some time and hang out with me on the podcast. Yes, my pleasure.